and welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour. Ooh. Your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. Uh, we're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibble. And I'm Ethan Sereski. And if you've never heard of Donny Hathaway, it doesn't mean you don't have soul, but it isn't looking very good. Well, well, say la vie. So. Have you ever heard of Donny Hathaway? I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> God, that must have hurt. Oh, well, you know, if that's the worst thing that happens to me this week, I'll be very happy. I didn't think I'd be insulting you in the intro. It's all right. You I take it. Tempted. I take it back. You you have soul. You're just uh, you know uneducated in the ways of soul. You're like a Luke Skywalker. Fair enough. Yeah. Teach me my. Uh, I, the green I'm the Padawan. Guy. I don't yeah. know what the other one is. Yogurt. Yoda. Teach me Yoda uh, about metachlorians <laughs> and and soul. It was more soul. Thing. We want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about this episode. Uh, we want to thank all our Patreon subscribers for tuning in with their early access. You too can do that at patreon.com slash UncleMonster6. Ethan, why don't you hit them up with a premise? As always on an episode of Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, one of us, this week me actually, has mm. done extensive research on a ghoul, ghost, demon, or goblin. This week... The Wendigo. The Wendigo. Big famous one this week. Yeah, and the yeah, other one big... of us, Shibble, has done absolutely no research, knows nothing about the Wendigo except what he came with him bringing in. Yes, which is having seen the feature-length film Ravenous. Is that about Wendigos? Uh, it is uh, about America. Spoiler. And... Uh, it's about uh, the evil that lurks in the hearts of men. It stars Robert Carlyle and Guy Pierce. It's fantastic. It's very uh, Conrad, isn't it? It's a great movie. I really recommend checking it out if you haven't seen it. That was a Conrad Hearts of Men reference. Come on. Yeah, literary. no, it, it, it does have some similar themes to uh, Hearts of Darkness. <laughs> oh, okay. Not Hearts of Men. <laughs> I guess I oh hearts hearts of men is a Tupac song. That's where I was getting that. Yeah, I apologize, Shibble. Now, um, I'd like to start off uh, the way we usually do because it's a great way to start off. Mm, um, good. I'm going to ask you, Shibble, mm -hmm. what you think, knowing nothing except you know you you may have your little preconceived notions, your little ideas, your creativity. You can bring that to the table, Shibble. Yeah. What? Do you picture in your mind's eye when I say Wendigo? All right. I'm going to tell you what I know, know. You know things? I know I know a couple of things. Because as you know, I have a, a long history of playing role-playing games. Yes. Which has taught me a little bit about the world's monstrous mythology. Being a furry helps with this, yes. Yes, also the fact that I'm a pervert. <laughs> and uh, I like to dress up in a large dragon costume and insist that everybody calls me wings <laughs> uh, you for know sexual what? purposes. You know, I have, I, have, I have to say something about that. That was ignorant. If, you, if your identity is a dragon, the name is wings, then, then it is. It's true. 
I caught you. You got me. I was hating on furries. I got I got you in a PC way. That never happens. That was so awesome. I feel really PC. Well, we all need to work on learning and growing and being more accepting of our fellow humans and I think and our fellow dragons. And I think that that's uh, you know it's important that we're all on the same journey. Speaking Wendigo. of the Wendigo, yeah, uh, I'm gonna say that it is a Native American spirit that eats human flesh. Uh, it is gaunt, uh, twelve feet tall, head of a stag. That is not bad. Okay, that is one of the better guesses ever made on this show. Well, like I said, I, I had bits and pieces in the back pocket on it. I'm not going to tell you what's right, what's wrong, but I'd say you're hitting it about a 55, 65% clip there. Hey, there we go. We're off to a strong start, baby. Now, an even stronger start would be mm. me explaining to you in a way you could really understand what the Wendigo actually is. Yes, story time. What me and the fans love, our favorite segment. I love to hear your original stories. I really hope that's what you brought this week. That is right. I, <laughs> I brought a story for story time, but instead of just a story, because that's boring. It's true. It's the segment that fans hate. Well, they hate when I do it, I think. I think they like when you do it. Well, let's see what you, you got a fresh take for them. This week, yeah. they're going to love it. Yeah, so I was high on medical <laughs> marijuana, and I was thinking, you know you what? You got that the, government strain. Right. Oh, it's so powerful. And uh, you're going to see how powerful. So instead of a story, I thought, you know what would make a good story? Is mm. if Shibble sang a story to the tune of the song Dream Warriors by the hard rock group Dokken. Rockin' with Dokken, baby. From the movie Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors 3. Yes. The three Doesn't that sound like Warriors. a great idea? Yes. So, so that's what you emailed me earlier. Those, yeah, those. Okay, those are lyrics. Yes, for the they, entire song. Yeah, and and I'll I'll tell you, it, it doesn't form a coherent story. Just like I wanted to match, you know, the song, which doesn't form a coherent story. It's just randomly about the Wendigo and involves you singing and a song by Dokken. Three things I like. So I I think you know with those three things, it's a winner. Okay, sounds good. Well, uh, what I'm going to do, uh, I'm just going to pull up a YouTube of Dream Warriors karaoke. In the meantime, I'm going to sing the intro song. There's a song that introduces the song. No, it's our story time intro. Oh, okay. I guess it's story time. It's story time, story time, story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. Story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story, story time. time. All right, this is going to be in the key of A. And there's a 19 measure introduction. <laughs> Wait, you hear it and I don't? Yes. <laughs> this is, you wanted this to be acapella, so think about that. <laughs> the guitar just came in, so we're getting there. <laughs> oh my god. I wish they could see you waiting. 
I am so excited for you to start singing. Shiva lies awake and dreads the wind to go. I'm not alone. I think of it and giants, fires, and hearts of stone. When I close my eyes, I realize that it's coming my way. I'm standing alone in the night forever <laughs> together. Oh, we're the Wendigo Warriors. Don't want to eat the rest. We're the Wendigo Warriors. Love it. And maybe tonight, maybe tonight I'll eat flesh. I feel the hunger coming over me. <laughs> no time to rest. I hear the voices calling out, saying to eat the flesh. Nothing's going to waste. It's time to taste. People gotta eat people. <laughs> I'm standing with the Wendigo forever. <laughs> Together. Oh, we're the Wendigo Warriors. Oh, such a good Don't idea. Don't want to eat the rest. We're the Wendigo Warriors. <laughs> Maybe tonight I'll eat the flesh. We're the Wendigo Warriors. Wendigo Warriors. Don't eat the rest. And maybe tonight. Maybe tonight I'll eat flesh. Okay, you're done. Measure break, you're done. And then you're done. You're done. All right, it's we're fine. gonna call that one a wrap. That was really great. I I applaud your adventurousness. Boy, I it turns out I thought I knew the verse to Dream Warriors better than I did. I did not. I so some of these lines don't quite scan. In my defense, I didn't write it with the like the song in front of me. I just looked at the lyrics and kind of substituted words in. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah, they're not going to scan. Uh, uh, but you yeah, didn't... no, you threw me a curveball with that. Yeah, yeah, you thought the lines would scan too. Yeah, no, I thought I thought it was going to be a little bit close. The Wendigo <laughs> Warriors together forever. That was my favorite part. That was really good. Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah, I could at least when it got to the chorus, I could put some oomph into it. I was a little more confident. I didn't even know how the song went. I didn't remember, and I didn't listen to it. <laughs> Why did you do this? I don't know. I thought it, I, I, I just, I like trying new things. I'm adventurous. It's true. You know what? I applaud your, your adventurism. It keeps us fresh. Oh, thank you very much. Like a, like a, like powder. Yeah. Not the like movie. just, uh, just like when you're adding, uh, more, uh, drink into a cocktail that already has drink in it. You know? Yeah. That's just the way I'd it explain off. it. Would you like to hear... An actual explanation of what this Wendigo beast is, Shibble. Yes, so far I've got... Okay, let me tell you what I've got. Heart <laughs> of Stone. Yeah. Eat the Flesh. Eat the Flesh. Um, And I think that was about all that I picked up. Yeah, yeah, Together Forever. Oh, and also it's Together Forever. 
Wendigo. <laughs> the Wendigo warriors. And Ken's in the movie. Well, the Wendigo is a mythological creature or evil spirit which originates from the folklore of Plains and Great Lakes natives as well as some First Nations. Okay. So okay. we're going to call it from Michigan. All right. Sounds good. I like it being up north up there. And yeah. I got people up in Michigan. Do you who? Uh, my old roommate, Greg. You remember he was also one of my groomsmen. Oh, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. Well, the Shout Wendigo- out to Greg. I don't know if you're listening, but if you are, thanks. What if Greg's a Wendigo? That would be so fucked up. Would he be someone like that you'd be more surprised or less surprised if he was the one out of all your friends who was a Wendigo? You know, it's funny. Greg was also in my rap group. The uh, Happy, the happy Rappies. Yeah. Right. Plug. And at one point we asked each other, you know. Are you a Wendigo? <laughs> we asked, it, who here is most likely to be a serial killer? Like oh. out of the four of us. And the, the hands down vote was me. Really? You're the least likely. Well, it's always the ones you least expect. I think it's Greg, because he, he put it on you right away. That's super It's sketchy. true, but so did the others. <laughs> You're right. Where there's smoke, there's fire, you killer. Yeah. Um, the Wendigo is often said to be a malevolent spirit, mm. sometimes depicted as a creature with human-like characteristics, which possesses human beings. Human-like characteristics like it uh, owns a car. Yeah, like it. Um, it doesn't like to wear masks, and it, it sometimes does, but it doesn't like mandates. You know. Yeah, like um, like sometimes it'll put just too much mayonnaise on a sandwich, and then it'll have to take the knife and scrape it off. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and it puts it back in the jar, and there's like breadcrumbs in it, and it just it looks worse now. Sometimes it can't even open the jar. Yeah, so human-like in that sense. Yeah. The Wendigo is said to invoke feelings of insatiable greed and hunger, the desire to cannibalize other humans, Mm, as well as the propensity to commit murder in those that fall under its influence. When it it possesses them, you said it has possession powers. And influence powers. And influence powers. Like Slenderman influence and um, what's the demon from uh, Pazuzu possession powers? Okay, so worst of both worlds. Because you can never tell if your friend is like just no. being like R. Kelly is influenced. the worst of both worlds. No, you, no, you're confusing him with his classic tour with Jay Z. Best of both worlds. Oh yes, yes, yes. But I can't. But also to terrible him. man. Yeah, that, yeah he can no longer claim name. that bad nope. name for that tour. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be associating yourself that closely with someone that started their own sex cult. It should have been called the best of rap and a sex pervert. And you know what sucks the worst is R. Kelly had some fucking great tunes. Oh, my God. I believe I can fly. You can't even watch Space Jam anymore. No, and that was my go-to karaoke jam. Was it? Oh, I could. I loved going and give me, crushing. Give, me, give me, like, your the best ten seconds of it. All right. Um, I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. Spread my wings and fly away. I believe I can soar. You really can sing that. Yeah, it's, it's a really fun song to sing. As get into, I it. noticed that you're cutting off like your voice. You're not holding the notes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not pushing it harder than I can. Especially can I at try my that? Age. Yeah, go for it. Give me your best hook. <clears throat> I'm gonna try a different song. <clears throat> okay. 
Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you got to do. I don't believe that anybody... No, I can't no, sing. A little bit flat. I can't sing, Shibble. It's all, it, You just... you know. No, no, I just can't sing. My father right. is a singer, and I just can't sing. You just... Uh, you got to put the work in. That's the thing. I'm guessing that my penis is larger than his, though. Yeah, I mean, there's probably that, too. I don't know that. He could have a... I well, you said nothing. it was a guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? He's a very confident man. I, I would, I would, I would say I'm wrong. So the <laughs> Wendigo, at that odds was a with long its long diversion, at odds with its portrayals in 20th century and 21st century settler culture and some indigenous representations, the Wendigo is described as a giant humanoid with a ice heart, mm. a foul stench, and a okay. sudden unseasonable chill precedes its approach. Okay, I had, you know, I was going to say there was some sort of, like, northern cold vibe that I associated with it. Like, like definitely very like Michigan. A, very wintry. Yes. Well, very, that, And, like, like, the deep, dark winter. Like winter is coming winter. Yeah. Oh, like you don't know that. The sun is setting at, like, two in the afternoon kind of vibe. When I say winter is coming, what does that mean to you? That means Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. I'm just here. It comes. Sure. Watch out for the dragon. <laughs> I read books. <laughs> Possibly due to longtime identification by Europeans with their own superstitions, superstitions about werewolves, mm. Hollywood film representations often label human beast hybrids featuring antlers or horns with the Wendigo name. Okay. But 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 Chibble, such animal features do not appear in the original indigenous stories. All right, so just a giant man with an ice heart and a terrible stench. Yes. Okay, and he's emaciated. Yeah, like Sandy McMullen, my advisor from high school. Yes, obviously, we're all familiar with Ms. McMullen? No, uh, Mr. McMullen. His wife, actually, who had a mustache, was nice to me. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Yes. it was. I, I mean, I would let her off with the mustache thing, but she, you know, the, she should have handled it. Well, you know, it depends on what look she's going for. In the 80s, it was cool. Little lady mustache, like little Billy D. Williams mustache. Like Eddie Murphy used to talk about it. You know, that little mustache? Yeah, you could pull it off depending on the rest of the look. In modern psychiatry, the Wendigo lends its name to a form of psychosis known as Wendigo psychosis. Did you know that? No. It's characterized by symptoms such as an intense craving for human flesh... Mm. And an intense fear of becoming a cannibal, which go hand in hand, incidentally. Yeah, boy, the taste <laughs> of forbidden fruit. You Would you I mean? ever eat flesh? I mean, human flesh? Uh, it, it, uh, I think if I was in a, a starvation situation. No, at a restaurant. Oh, at a restaurant? How was it sourced? Did they volunteer? No, they're free range humans. Oh, okay. So they're raising people as cattle. Right. No, in that situation, no. I'm going to say if someone <coughs> died and they had in their will, please serve my flesh, I would say, okay, I can, if they're fine with it, I'm fine with it. Okay, you would try it? I would try it. Okay. Wendigo psychosis. What about you? No, never. That is, that's like the line you should never cross. <laughs> yeah, but they said it was fine. They don't mind. Oh, that's okay. If they also died and said, also, fuck my corpse, like, would you be like, oh, well, I have to do no. that. 
No, I'm not going to do that. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't uh, have a problem if someone else did. What if they died and said, "Oh, jump off a bridge with my corpse"? I would say, "No, I'm not. No, uh, no, no." But eat, you. but eat, you would do. Yeah, I'm curious. Okay, well You're then, not curious. I'm not. I'm not. I got to tell you, I'm not. I'm not. A, you know what? I'm not um, someone who likes to explore different tastes. That's fair. Also, we did say earlier at the show that I was voted most likely to be a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess it fits this right does. In. Yeah, fit in with that theory. <laughs> Are you a serial killer? No. Oh no. my god, I would be so what a what oh my god. I I would feel like such an idiot if in like 10 years you would kill 285 people. Yeah, that's why I had to move. The oh my god, if you've close. killed just that here. Yeah. Now I've got now I'm starting fresh. They call me the I35 killer. That's it. That's what. That's what you want. Just that's a, all they know about me. All they know is that I'm. Oh, you're that good. Yeah. Wow. They figured out that pattern, but that's all they've got. So when to go psychosis? You know that human flesh and the fear. Of <laughs> I really hope there isn't a killer doing that. I was joking. Yeah, yeah, really. Don't send me to jail for that. That was not an admission of guilt. And and also, if you're that killer, don't take note of us. Yes. Take note of one of our listeners instead. <laughs> Someone else on I-35, please. In some First Nations communities, other symptoms such as insatiable greed and, des- mm. and destruction of the environment are also mm. thought to be symptoms of Wendigo psychosis. More like so a to go, am I right? White, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> so American culture is Wendigo culture. Pretty, that sounds, yeah. Let's talk about etymology, Shibble. Okay. The word appears in many native languages. Mm-hmm. The source is the Ojibwe word, we-in-di-gul. We-in-di-gul. Yes, very good. A plural form is windigoag. Windigoag. Very good. The Proto-Algonquian term has been reconstructed as we-in-tekoa. We-in-tekoa. Which means owl. Okay. Sure. (laughs) I had to include that. That was fun. Um, There's an interesting parallel here that I'd like to explore uh, between the Wendigo and a cousin that may be the Wendigo, but uh, is misidentified as the Wichuge. The Wichuge. Okay, tell me about the Wichuge. A similar being appears uh, in the legends of the Athabascan people of the Northwest Pacific. Okay. It too was cannibalistic, but it was characterized as enlightened with ancestral insights. Ooh. A man-eating creature, the Wichuge, or evil spirit, appearing in the Athabascan legends, said to be a person who has been possessed or overwhelmed by the power of one of the ancient giant spirit animals. Okay. Doesn't that sound real? That sounds dope as hell. Yes. Um, Professor Robin Ridington. Oh, this isn't real, is it? I don't know. It could be. Do you want me to look up Professor Robin Ridington? Yeah, just while I read this, just find out if that's a real person. Came across stories of the Wachuge while speaking with the Daniza of the Peace River region in western Canada. The Daniza believed that one could become Wachuge or, you know, uh, Wendigo. I'm sorry, what was her name? Professor Rhonda Ridington? Robin Ridington. Robin. And if porn comes up, I win $10. Uh, you could become Wichuge by breaking a taboo and becoming too strong. Examples of these taboos that could be broken include a person having a photo taken with a flash, 
mm. listening to music made with a stretch string, or eating meat with eggs in it. Okay, those those will all summon the wichuge? See, we think that's silly, but the Bible says that if you eat shellfish, you should be killed. Yeah, yeah, none of this is, it's all just, yeah, that's fine. You know that's right next to, in the Bible, it says, like, if you lay with another man, you should be put to death, and they always quote that. Right mm-hmm. next to that is also, if you eat shellfish, you should be put to death. There was a, a guy who wrote a book about living by, he lived by every rule in the Bible for a month. And by the end of the month, he was, like, completely insane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, professor Robin Reinington is a real anthropology professor at the University of British Columbia. Great name, then. Yeah, yeah, he is a great uh, professor, looks like. Another uh, parallel in one folktale, the Wachuge is made of ice and very strong, only to be killed by being thrown on a campfire and kept there overnight until it melted. Mm, yep, that'll get that'll get your ice creature. Being a Wachuge is considered a curse and a punishment, as they are destructive and cannibalistic. Oh, but they're also wise. Well, no one ever talks to them. <laughs> Yeah, boy, that's rough. You know what? If any of Wachuge are listening, we're here for you. Reach out. Well, call in. Don't come here. Uh, yeah, shoot us an email. You can read us at unclemonsterpodcast at gmail.com. Shibble, how do you feel about breaking this up with some Michigan facts? Ooh, I would love to hear some Michigan facts. Michigan abolished the death penalty in 1846 for all crimes other than treason. Becoming, right. becoming not only the first state, but the first English-speaking government in the world to do so. Hey, good for them. That's awesome. That is awesome. And you know what? I'm even going to let them slide on treason. I can understand why a government want to want to be like, when it comes to high treason, that's the kind of thing we're not going to talk Yeah, you got to put your foot down for some things, you know? Yeah, like if... Molestation like fair, fair and treason, enough. I say, are the two. Yeah, and yeah. rape, rape, molestation, and treason. I think if you can prove them, you know, like it's all, you know, like no question. And if you hurt an old person, like their feelings, yeah. <laughs> if you make an old woman cry, death penalty. What if Robin Ridington was offended by the way I talked about her just now? Well, Robin Ridington, uh, yeah. Also, if you offend an old Canadian man. Feel free to uh, go directly to the chair, old Sparky. Michigan fact two, there are no longer any living Wolverines in the Wolverine state. Oh. There was one discovered in Huron County in 2004, the first spotted one in 200 years, but it has died. <laughs> well, they got to get Hugh Jackman over there. It. Oh, that was a good one. Thank you. Uh, it has been stuffed and mounted. <laughs> <laughs> just like Hugh Jackman you know what I mean <laughs> yes I don't it was a sex joke probably yeah it ended up being one um the I like this fact this next fact is a favorite of mine mm. I'm gonna clear my throat can you edit it uh yeah let him clear his throat <coughs> have mercy babe No, I don't mind. Yeah, definitely don't edit that now. Uh, The University of Michigan has been nicknamed the Harvard of the West, which Mm -hmm. led Harvard alum JFK in a speech he delivered during a 1961 campus visit to refer to himself as a graduate of the Michigan of the East. (laughs) Yeah. That's gangster. Yeah, 
Yeah. He was a charmer. You got to give that to old You know Jack what I Kennedy. mean, right? I went to Harvard. <laughs> yeah, I went to the you guys of Ma- of Massachusetts. But the so real there. one. The real but one. The one that people care about. Right, because I'm smart. I got than in you. there because of my dad. <laughs> no, he didn't. He was smart. Well, he got, got in because in there of, his dad. of my dad's bootlegger money. That's true, but he was also super smart. I am sure he was. He seemed smart. I mean, I, I, I've listened. You ever heard those like phone calls? They recorded him like yelling at people. No. He swears so much when he's oh, not I in bet. public. He's like, "You fucking asshole! You motherfucker!" It's so yeah, he, funny to hear President swear. He is from Massachusetts. Those people will cuss up a fucking storm up there. I know, and look at you. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, yeah. My, I got my dad's family on that side of the family. Does your dad swear a lot? Uh, No, not a lot. But he, uh, it's funny, if you get him like watching a Red Sox game, you know, he can get into it. What's, like the N-word? No. I'm just no, he's not. He's not that from Boston. Yeah, I was about to say. You know, he is. You know, Massachusetts. Um, now, Shibble, I want you to prepare your readings. Okay, we got some readings because we're going to go into the folklore of the wonderful and mysterious Wendigo. Okay, because although descriptions can vary, uh, common to all of these is the view that the Wendigo is malevolent, cannibalistic, and supernatural. Uh, they're strongly associated with winter, the north, coldness, famine, and starvation. Basil H. Johnston, a, scho- yeah. <laughs> a scholar from Ontario, gives a description. From Ontario? Of, okay. No, but you can. his name is Basil Johnston. You give him whatever accent you feel is necessary. No, I'm working on something. I'm getting there. He gives the description of the Wendigo. The Wendigo is <laughs> gaunt to the point of emaciation. It's desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones. With its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets, the Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from suppression of the flesh. The Wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. I really appreciated that. Thank you. That was fun. It was, it was, it was really complicated, that accent. Yeah, I really, uh, uh, I think I found a, a good character there. The What's his name? Uh, that's uh, ba- Basil. 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 Basil Johnston. That's Basil Johnston. <laughs> the Wendigo is seen as... A real as, man. That's, it was a real man who said that. <laughs> the Wendigo is seen as the embodiment of gluttony, greed, and excess. Kind of like, what's that other monster that ate and could never get full? Uh... The was it the Preta yeah. that had the the appetite the for feces. Yeah, yeah, that's the one we just released. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is another, uh, but it doesn't eat shit. It's a flesh eater. But in yeah, the, another in the in the realm of hungry ghosts. Though yeah, it's that a hungry same, ghost. Yeah, tradition. Totally, never satisfied after killing, consuming one person, they are constantly searching for new victims. A Wendigo need not lose the human's powers of cognition or speech. 
mm. and in some depictions may clearly communicate with prospective victims or even threaten or taunt them. Okay, boy. So I could be teased by a guy that wants to uh, eat me. He'd be like... Uh, you know if your hand fits over your face, you're stupid? <laughs> I know what you were about to say, Wendigo. <laughs> but I didn't say... <laughs> Gonna eat your little skinny chicken legs. Get the fuck over here. <laughs> <laughs> A specimen of folk story collected in the early 20th, early 20th century by Lottie Chicago Marsden. Lottie Chicago Marsden? Lottie Chicago Marsden. Lottie Chicago Marsden. Yes, your next character. Okay. Uh, an ethnographer of the Chippewas <laughs> of Rama First Nation. In which okay. a Wendigo also exhibits tool use and ability to survive partial dismemberment and auto-cannibalism, uh, reads, a Lottie Chicago Marsden reads. What caused a greater Wait. concern? No, no, no. One time long ago. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This is Lottie talking. I scrolled down too far. There are more of these than I thought. And, uh, yeah, there we go. One time long ago. I think Lottie's a woman. One time long ago, a big Wendigo stole <laughs> an Indian boy. But the boy was too thin, so the Wendigo didn't eat him up right away. But he traveled with the Indian boy, waiting for him till he get fat. The Wendigo had a knife, and he cut the boy on the hand to see if he was fat enough to eat. But the boy didn't get fat. <laughs> they traveled too much. That's stupid. One day they came to an Indian village, and the Wendigo sent the boy into the Indian village to get some things for him to eat. He just gave the boy so much time to go there and get back. The boy told the Indians that the Wendigo was near them, and he showed them his hand where the Wendigo cut him to see if he was fat enough to eat. They heard the Wendigo calling the boy, said to the boy, Hurry up! Don't tell lies to those Indians! All of these Indians went to where the Wendigo was, and they cut off his legs. <laughs> they went back again to see if he was dead. He wasn't dead. He was eating the juice, marrow, from inside of the bones of his legs that were cut off. The Indians asked him when to go. There was any fat on him. He said, "You bet there is. I've eaten lots of Indians. No wonder they're fat." The Indians then killed him and cut him to pieces. The end of this giant Wendigo. What percent of that story is true? One hundred. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Thank you, yes. Lottie Marsden, Chicago. Your middle name. Lottie Chicago Marsden. Is she native? Part native? Uh, maybe. And married James Marsden? Yeah, probably the great actor James Marsden. Can I tell you? X-Men and Enchanted. Can I tell you something about him? And, and Westworld, yes. by the way. Yeah, and 30 Rock. He is so handsome. He is, and he's funny. He's, it's, he's had a weird career. He, he, you know, his first, what was his first movie? It was something so weird. The first movie he was in, it was called, it's the longest title. 
I don't know. The first, the as far back as I remember, the first thing I saw him in was X Men. But that's definitely not what you're thinking of. No, it's like it's like uh, tell your dad to get off my lawn, or else I'm going to steal his gumballs. It's like literally that's the title. <laughs> I'm going to pull it. I up. hope that is that net. No, that's the film. Tell your dad to get off my lawn, or else I'm going to steal his gumballs. Starring James Marsden. All right, I'm his gonna, gumballs. Yeah, well, I'll tell you next episode. That'll that'll be a. I'm not looking it up now. Um, Tune in. So there is also a uh, taboo reinforcement ceremony among natives. Mm-hmm. A satirical ceremonial dance is sometimes performed during times of famine to reinforce the seriousness of the Wendigo taboo. Okay, the, makes sense. The ceremony known as... <laughs> I should send you this word. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 24 letters. 24 letters. Just w- drop it in the chat real quick. Wendigukaanzehimewain. All right. Yeah. Copy and paste that into the chat. You want to give it a shot? Yes. All right. How do you do the chat? All right. Down at the bottom, you'll see the little icon that looks like a speech bubble. Oh, Click I see that. it. I see it. Here you go. Give that a shot. We Wendigukaanzehimewain. Very good. I am, and I want to apologize to uh, our native listeners uh, if we're mangling this, uh, but I, I, am, I am genuinely interested. And if somebody has good resources for me to learn more, I, I would love to. Yeah, no, we because, only give it a try because we want to give it a try. I mean, we find and, it very And these languages are legitimately in danger. And there's been, like, recent efforts in you know, recent generations to revive these native languages. And so it, it's good to at least be, be talking about them. And we find them incredibly interesting, actually. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. Why don't we uh, transition to our second round of Michigan Facts. Michigan Facts. In Michigan, Shibby, you get 10 cents back for recycling a can. Oh, shit. Highest payback rate in the country. That's dope as hell. Uh, while the state also has the nation's highest recycling rate, they're also losing $10 million a year due to out-of-staters fraudulently cashing in. Oh, those sons of bitches. Blame Indiana, Wisconsin, and Ohio, which offer no can refunds at all. Ugh, bunch of moochers. You know People it's People probably Indiana. load up trucks and drive them across state lines. Pence can't offer five cents? I wasn't trying to rhyme. Still, though, that's a they should put that in an attack ad. Yeah, but afraid, you know, maybe, maybe uh, scan it a little better, kind of like the uh, song in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, maybe. The Michigan Dogman, a kind okay. of a kind of werewolf beast, is another Michigan cryptid. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's uh, we should do an episode about the Michigan Dogman. Did you think that was it? They also have melon heads. Oh yeah, I remember on our episode of melon heads. Check out season one, melon heads. We mostly talked about the Connecticut melon heads, but the Michigan melon heads were most. <clears throat> well, these melon heads originated as children with hydrocephalus, who also. Mm-hmm. Lived at an insane asylum near Holland's Felt Mansion and also mm. mutated, also went feral, and also mm. escaped into the surrounding woods where they still lurk, waiting to leap out and attack. Yeah. They're <laughs> out there. All of that is true. And yeah, 100%. Um, also, the bell from the Edmund Fitzgerald, 
You know the mm. Edmund Fitzgerald? It's a boat that sank. That's right. The wrecked ship made famous in a Gordon Lightfoot song mm. is on display at the Great Lakes Shipwreck Museum. Boy, I bet that's a cool museum. I bet it. I would love to see a shipwreck museum. Yeah. Definitely. I would like I to look wanna... through it for treasure. Yeah, that it'd be so fun. Just be like, ooh, what could you find if you were capable of actually uh, scuba diving and doing whatever it is that you need to do to recover salvage? Wouldn't salvage you love is to do such that? a fun idea? I know. I want to do that, and I never will. But don't you wish we could? Yeah, just to be like, what if we go out there and we find a boat and it's full of sh- like shit that's worth money, or or just like gold? And it could coins. be like anything. Or just gold coins. That's the best thing to think about. Like chests of coins. I just want to find a ship that has been abandoned and it's full of like Blu-ray players. <laughs> and like, guess what? I just found $2 million worth of Blu-ray players. They're mine now. I'll sell them to you for a million. Boof. But, but they're wet. No, the boat No, the boat didn't sink. It, they just abandoned ship. Oh, oh. It's or it's like a, a ghost, ghost ship. ship. They all died. It's a ghost ship. <laughs> You're just gonna That's get the on salvage that I want to find. Oh, okay. I I didn't realize it was not traditional salvage. You want to find a ghost ship and and push aside the dead crew and yeah. take the no. Blu-ray. I would bring the crew back. I'd be like the crew was all dead. Here are their bodies for their loved ones. You know, and I'm here sorry. are my Blu-ray players for me. <laughs> and also, does anybody want to buy these Blu-ray <laughs> players? Here are your dead loved now. ones. I found them in their mind. Here are your Literally, dead loved ones. Mine. Have you seen Spider-Man Returns Home? <laughs> now, <laughs> I guess what? Every family also gets a Blu-ray player. <laughs> that's a really nice way to... I don't want a reward. That's a nice way to cushion the blow, Shibble. I mean, I'm going to assume by the time I found this boat, they had assumed their family was already dead. Yeah, so it's a good it's good news. It's like, no, it's a hey, feel-good story. It's a feel-good story. Hey, you know how you thought your family was dead? Now we know for sure they're dead. Here, Now you can bury them. I guess you can bury them at sea if that's what you wanted, in which case I probably shouldn't have brought them back. Right, because they were buried at sea. But I did because I wanted to double check. <laughs> Because I care about you. I'm a normal guy. And does anybody want to buy these Blu-ray players? And they're going to be like, he seems like a serial killer. (laughs) He killed everyone. He probably killed them all 10 years ago and went back for the Blu-rays. Yeah. Does anybody want some Furbies? Oh, that's what we should do. Kill people on ships and 10 years later, find them and take all the stuff. Yeah, we need to find a place to hide the boats. (gasps) The Bermuda Triangle. Perfect. Oh my god, the perfect... Check out our episode about the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. And check out our episode on the Nightwalkers. And check out our episode about the Wendigo. Uh, Where are we at? We are now on Wendigo Psychosis. Okay, awesome. This is interesting. Yes, I'm very interested in this. In historical accounts of retroactively diagnosed Wendigo Psychosis, it's been reported that humans became possessed by the Wendigo spirit. After being in a situation of needing food and having no other choice beside cannibalism. Mm. In 1661, are you ready to do some reading? Yeah, yeah. Let me pull this up. Because the Jesuit Relations, which is quite a paper, Mm. it reported on this subject and it said... What caused us greatest concern was the news that the men... Uh, deputed by our conductor for the purpose of summoning the nations of the North Sea and met their death in a very strange manner. Those poor men were seized with an ailment unknown to us, but not very unusual among the people we were seeking. 
They are officiated afflicted. by neither hmm? afflicted. afflicted by neither lunacy, hypochondria, nor frenzy, but a combination of all these. It affects their imaginations and causes them a more than canine hunger. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh <laughs> that they pounce upon women, <laughs> children, and even upon men like veritable werewolves and devour them voraciously without being able to appease or glut their appetite. Ever seeking fresh prey, the more greedily, the more they eat. This ailment attacked our deputies, and as death is the sole remedy among those simple people for checking such acts of murder, they were slain in order to stay the course of their madness. So in other words, there was like, a couple people on the boat or something, and the captain didn't like them, and he was like, they have Wendigo sickness, and they just killed them. Uh, they were allegedly pouncing on women and children and attempting to eat them. Yeah, that's what I would say, too. Yeah, I guess I guess if you only have the one source, that would be a good thing to say if you were the captain of the boat and you needed to kill off some of the crew. Or kill off They'd anyone. They'd gone crazy. When you know what we do when we kill off the people on the boats when we're gonna steal the things we're gonna say they had Wendigo sickness psychosis yeah, yeah one of them had and uh, yeah one of them had Wendigo psychosis all of them and it spread it yeah, spread, it spread like wildfire yeah it was group Wendigo psychosis they all tried to eat each other it was the craziest thing you ever seen in your darn life we had to put them down and and save the Blu-rays <laughs> speaking of does anybody <laughs> need a Blu-ray player I oh. have got. How about a how about an alligator? I'm sorry. <laughs> there is also a small shipment of alligators. <laughs> uh, one of the more famous cases of Wendigo psychosis uh, involved a Plains Tree uh, Plains Cree trapper. Plains mm. Cree is a weird. Oh, Cree is the tribe. Yes. Um, but Cree trappers weird to say. Uh, named Swift Runner. This it sounds does fake. sound like a gang or something. Yeah, Plains Cree Trappers. Yeah. Rolling 60 Crips, Plains Cree Trappers. They had beef. It's yeah. got that same rhythm. Yeah, it does. That's what it is, the cadence. Uh, during the winter of 1878, Swift Runner and his family were starving, and his eldest son died. 25 miles away from emergency food supplies, Swift Runner butchered and ate his wife and five remaining children. Oof. Given that he resorted to cannibalism so near to food supplies and that he killed and consumed the remains of all of those presents, it was revealed that Swift Runners was not a case of pure cannibalism, but rather of a man with Wendigo psychosis. He eventually confessed and was executed by authorities at Fort Saskatchewan. Um, tough but fair. I'm guessing that Wendigo psychosis is not a solid defense. Doesn't sound like they were buying it. Just it, to say, I suddenly had an insatiable thirst for human blood and consuming hunger for human flesh. And it's all that I can think about now. So you should let me go. Yeah, that would be like a rapist being like, I suddenly had a an urge for uh, sex. Yeah, I suddenly wanted to rape someone. And I did. And I, and I, I always feel that. And I'm going to be feeling that all the time. Yeah. So let me go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to get out of here. <laughs> I, I shouldn't be punished for what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> that's how people feel this you know what you just hit it on the head that's how people feel these days i think it's true like i don't want to be punished for the bad things i say or do yeah 
because it, I'm just living my truth. Another well-known case involving Wendigo psychosis was that of Jack Fiddler. Mm. An OG Cree chief. That is a traditional OG Cree name, Jack Fiddler. Uh, and this guy sounds dope as hell. He was a medicine man known for his powers at defeating Wendigos. Hell yeah, this guy rules. Fuck him up. <laughs> Jack Fiddler, the o- the medicine man OG Creed chief known for his powers at defeating Wendigos. Wow. This guy rules. Jack Fiddler. A hero emerges. It- oh my God, I've been meaning to bring this up. I'll get right back to Jack Fiddler, but there is a real hero in our midst. Oh shit, okay. Okay, I... I couldn't send you the video because you don't have an iPhone and I didn't want to transfer it. And send, maybe I did send it, but a, he, a pizza delivery guy left his mm. cell phone at home, was driving down the street, saw a house fire, like a four alarm blaze. and was like, I, he just hit the brakes and goes, I can't. What if there's someone in there? Runs mm-hmm. in the house. There's five fucking sleeping children. I heard about that. He saved all five. He saved four Heard crying, went back in, got third-degree burns and smoke mm. inhalation, went to the hospital. He saved all of them. What a hero. And we need that in the news, you know? Yeah. What's this guy's name? You, you know? know what? Look it up. We just, we got to say his name. It was yeah. Jack Fiddler. <laughs> I, boy, that would be an odd coincidence. Oh, that would be nuts. We'd play the lottery hero. today. Pizza delivery man. Rescues children from fire. And then put Jack Fiddler in quotes as a Nicholas bully. Bostic. That's right, Nick Bostic. Nick Bostic, hero. Hero of the week on Uncle Monster, Nick Bostic. Let's have a hand for Nick Bostic. Hero of three months ago. Hero of three months ago's week. All right, so Jack Fiddler and his brother Joseph were arrested by the Canadian authorities for homicide. Yeah, good. Good. I'm going to say, you know, all cops are bastards, but maybe not in this case. You want to know why? Because they started killing people with Wendigo psychosis. Well, well. The problem is they were deciding who had Wendigo psychosis. Yeah, maybe they should have been calling in the authorities on people with Wendigo psychosis. But then maybe it's hard to, you know what? It seems like a real complicated issue. It is. You know what? Good for Jack. He was doing what he thought it was right. Except he was a horrible murderer. I shouldn't be punished for doing what I thought was right. Yeah, rapist. I was just killing people with Wendigo psychosis. <laughs> I was just beating their heads in with a hammer. Yeah, they were, they were certainly having Wendigo psychosis. It wasn't anything else. Of course, I know, I'm a medicine man. <laughs> Named Jack Fiddler. Jack Fiddler, medicine man. And I'm here to tell you, those homicides were all justifiable twist in the story he ultimately was granted a pardon yep but died three days later in jail before receiving the news of the pardon wow what a life what a story i know the jack fiddler story is a i I, who knew it was going to be so big wow what what an interesting character arc that film would be and finally we have in pop culture we have antlers the movie antlers (laughs) have you seen that uh no i haven't seen that one. i have not it's 2021 it's uh produced by guillermo del toro there's a guy named frank who transforms into a wendigo portrayed yeah i think i remember the trailer for that is that that or antlers oh that this is antlers is this the one with uh harry potter in it uh no that was horns oh wait you can see why i would yeah 
Yeah, no, no. Uh, Frank transforms into a Wendigo, which is portrayed as a deer-like creature with a glowing heart that moves from person to person with a never-ending hunger, like a hunger, like a Zazel, I guess. Yeah. Um, Del Toro developed the Wendigo on the basis that the more the creature eats, the more it gets hungry, and the more it gets hungry, the weaker it becomes. Mm. And yeah. that is the Wendigo. Oh, and of course, in Pet Cemetery, I learned that that's a Wendigo, but I don't get how. Well, I'd have to rewatch it. It's been a while. There's also Larry Fezenden's feature-length film, Wendigo, which I don't remember particularly well. And, as we uh, said up top, Ravenous, also about uh, someone possessed by the Wendigo. I've seen Ravenous. I don't remember that. Yeah, no, they were, they was someone that was possessed by the spirit of the Wendigo. I could have watched that to get ready. That was stupid. It's a great movie. I I might suggest that I watch it tonight. Oh, well, maybe Uncle Monster might suggest it. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, well, it's up to you. Do you want to move on to our segments, or do you want our last three Michigan facts? No, I think it's time for... This sounds so crazy to me. You know, it just sounds crazy, this whole situation. So crazy, but can it love... A werewolf ain't my dad, but it's not so bad. It might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does it understand? Does it know that I've never felt this way before? There's a full moon tonight. So romantic, and this might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it love? Oh, you threw me off. I thought I was fighting. I you threw me way off. My fault. Yeah, can no, it I love? I threw myself off. Yeah, can it love? What do you think? Can um, this spirit I, of bottomless hunger love? I'm going to say it cannot love. Okay, expand on that. Uh, I, I, I have no origin story on this thing other than it could have been human at one point. But I think it's lost its memories of human life and of human emotion. And I don't think it has a concept of love, only need and hunger. I think that's fair. But still, if you were going to go on a date with it, what would your first date be? I would say the Dairy Carnival. Okay. The it, one up in Dairy, Maine? Yeah, I just think it looks... It looked, I mean, other than the homophobia, I think it looks like a lot of fun. Oh, that's fair. I think that sounds like a, a real fun evening. Maybe you could win the Wendigo a big stuffed bear. I think... Oh, my God. One time when I was, like, five years old, I asked my dad if he could win me something, and... He could really whip a baseball. Like, my dad was a good baseball player, and he mm -hmm. whipped it, and it one thing was left standing, because those things are all rigged, you know? Yeah. And I was like, Dad. And then I thought back later that night to how I had said Dad, and I started crying. Oh. And I went and I apologized. I'm going to cry now. You okay? I apologized because I felt like I had um, made him feel bad, you know? Mm -hmm. 
That's it. Well, I'm sure he appreciated that. Well, I love Dad. Yeah. So, my first date with a Wendigo would be uh, at the club. Can you tell I haven't taken my medicine, one of my medicines, in four days? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Thank you. Do you need to take a break? I'm, I'm joking, Civil. Okay. Uh, Do yeah. I need to take a break? <laughs> I want to hear you sing again. Uh, but can it fuck? I'm going to say no. I don't think its body type is suitable to um, intercourse. Okay, I'm going to say this. Yeah. That a spirit uh, uh, possesses someone. The Wendigo gets possessed or possesses a a person. Or influences. And I I think that uh, person that is possessed then becomes overwhelmed with a hunger for flesh, which I think could manifest itself as lust initially. I think, I think this is, there's a horniness to this. No, I think you're messing. I think, I think when you're thinking pleasures of the flesh, you're, you're conflating flesh and flesh. You know, I mean, this is like, this is farewell to the flesh, flesh. You know, this is, this is not like uh, fleshly desires. I'm telling you, there's something horny about this, Ethan. It's so horny. Says the serial killer. It's horny to want to eat another human being. You know what I mean? Well, you know, there is evidence to back you up. Tell me about it. Well, I found some Wendigo erotica. Oh, see, I'm not the only pervert in the crowd. You are not. There's actually Wendigo erotica called Taken by the Wendigo by Adrian Blue. Wow, really? Uh, taken by the blank seems to be the good format if you want to find cryptid pornography. Yeah, really. If you're looking for anything, just taken by the star jelly. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Blue received 3.4 out of 5 stars. All right, that's a solid C. <clears throat> and this is um, the synopsis. <clears throat> a Wendigo, the evil that devours mankind. When Sarah agrees to the camping trip, she thinks the worst thing she'll have to deal with is the guy her roommate is pushing on her. But that's before they reach the campsite. The moment they arrive, Sarah can feel the forest watching. Something is out there in the silent woods. Something with a hunger that can never be satisfied. Can Sarah escape with her life and innocence intact? Or will her innocence be devoured by what lurks in the darkness? And Lilu reviewed it and said, really liked it. And she said, I enjoyed reading this story, but did it have to stop in the middle of the encore? I like what the rude doormate got. She is no longer. She was mean. Well, there we go. Yeah, people enjoy it. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's something there. There's something horny about this Wendigo. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, this all goes to show that there is a, definitely a sexual element, as you put And I may be wrong. I guess there is some sort of eroticism to the Wendigo. Yeah, like this is to me. It is horny. Get it? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I guess that just means it's fight night. Fight. Dead. Dead.
All right, Shibble, I love Fight Night. Fight Night is my favorite. I got to yes. ask you, the Wendigo, round one here, versus how many prime Shaquille O'Neal's? All right, so for this, I'm going to imagine this is the giant with the heart of ice. Uh, Not the gaunt, hungry one. No, I mean, it's also kind of emaciated. Yeah, it's it is gaunt. Huge. You're right, you're right. But how tall? Uh, how tall? Eight? Uh, let's let's go for uh, nine feet. That's, let's give it no. a distinct... I mean, it's All right, a oh, distinct highs. All right, so let's give it nine feet. All right. Yeah. But the so same it's weight. it's got the reach on one shack. So same weight, say, though. Same weight, I would say. Same weight. Did it have some sort of supernatural strength? No. All right, I'm going to say that one thing it would have... To my mind, is it would be crazy with hunger. Yes, it would be fighting with a very distinctive fury. Yes, it would have a, a desperation. Yes, it would. It would be like instantly going that extra mile, like not having that hesitation. Back it's to the wall. Up. Cornered, it's already got its adrenaline pumping. Cornered animal. Yeah, that kind of viciousness. So. I'm going to say two to three. Two to three. Okay, I'm going to disagree. Three's got it hands down. Two, uh, it's a coin flip. I disagree completely. I think one Shaquille O'Neal. Really? Shaquille O'Neal weighs the same. Yeah. He's two. I don't care who's taller or has the reach. In every fight that's ever happened, someone has had a reach advantage. And I'm sure the percentage is about 50-50. I don't care about reach advantage. I care okay. about how you use Interesting. it. The Wendigo is not a boxer. Shaquille O'Neal has been in more physical altercations than the Wendigo, although not many because he's not a mean kind of fighting guy. But when he threw Whereas that... the Wendigo routinely hunts down and eats people with its bare hands. Right, but mostly its teeth and like just gnawing at it like an animal. Like Shaquille O'Neal fights like a, an intelligent human while this thing fights like an animal. That's an advantage for Shaq because Shaq could choke it. You know, he knows how to attack something to kill it while the Wendigo is just going nuts because it's desperate. Okay. So you're, you're, you're thinking that it's desperation is going to play against. It. I think it will, it, it, it could add a sense of, uh, it could, it could overwhelm Shaq in the beginning, but once he realizes it and gets his bearings, I think it's an advantage for Shaq because he's thinking clearly. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to say Shaq is going to be, not thinking clearly, as <laughs> it is going to have the craziest fucking thing that's ever happened in its life happening right now. And also, it'll be overcome by its unbearable stench. Shaq, what was the second craziest thing that ever happened to you? Oh, man. Have you guys ever met Bill Murray? <laughs> no. That guy's crazy. What'd he do to you? He, he put me in a headlock and started giving me a noogie. And he said, nobody's ever going to believe you. And then he got out of the elevator. Is that true? That's something that apparently Bill Murray did to a lot of people, like in the aughts, when he was sort of having his early renaissance. Do you think he did it to Shaq? No, Shaq would have let him do it. I don't think he did it to Shaq. That part I made. <laughs> I, he did I it love, to a lot of people. I love the thought of it. I don't think he would do it to Shaq, though, just out of pure... It'd be tough to get Shaq in a headlock. And also, Shaq would be like, that's a little disrespectful. Let's not do that. 
Um, yeah, I'm as big as you, Bill Murray. You don't get to do that. So the Wendigo, yeah, really, like he he's a worldwide star. Okay, so number two, Fight Night. The Wendigo versus Shaquille O'Neal after he's already left. The Wendigo. So the Wendigo has to go chase him down. He can't find think, him. He left. When did he go? When? Oh, let's say about five minutes ago. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Wendigo is going to get distracted. He's going to go for an easier target to satiate his hunger. I think Shaq's going to escape. Excellent. Number three, Wendigo versus Slendigo, which is uh, a slender man who has mated with a Wendigo. Okay. I've got to put this on the Slendigo with those uh, nightmare-inducing powers and also those tentacles. All right. Wendigo versus Bendy Joe, the president with the powers of Mr. Fantastic. Oh, boy. Well, it'd be nice if old Joe could get a W. Uh, he needs one. Yeah, he could use it. He just got COVID. Hopefully by now... Uh, when this is coming out, he has recovered. Um, God. This will be a dark, dark episode if he didn't. <laughs> well, that, yep. <laughs> it sure would. Oh, Jesus. God. I might edit this out. Uh, I'm going to put this one on old Slendy Joe. Bendy Joe. You got this one. Bendy Joe. Because he's got Mr. Fantastic. One. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's going to use his super long arms and legs and, you know, all that fantastic stuff. All right, yeah. Wendigo versus Sidney Powell, Mike Lindell, and John Eastman after they have three months to plot the fight. Well, I've seen where their best laid plans have gotten them. <laughs> and it seems not particularly far. <laughs> so I'm going to have to put this one on the Wendigo. The Wendigo versus Candyman. Ooh, okay. Boy, uh, the Wendigo has become so insentiate that it does not have the power of speech, I believe. Wait, what? So I don't think it could summon the, the Wendigo Candyman. can talk. Okay, okay, so it could summon Candyman. And boy, if, you know what, I'm going to have to put that one on Candyman. Yep. Uh, he's just, he's got more tricks. Uh, he'll outsmart the Wendigo. A hundred percent. The Wendigo versus Star Jelly and Three Night Watchers. Uh, you mean uh, Night Walkers? Yes. Okay. And that is any are any of the Night Walkers the nine foot tall ones? One is the nine foot tall. Two are the babies. Okay, two babies. Um. I'm going to have to put this one on the Wendigo. I think the, the, those guys are just going to end up being like drumsticks for him. Wendigo versus Nellie Bly. The reporter. Yeah, you don't have to answer that one. Uh, Wendigo you keep versus... going back to that well. Does it land? W no. Wendigo versus Ginny and Clarence Thomas with carving knives and in withdrawal, and they just know there is more treason inside the Wendigo. Boy, and I'm just curious if... Uh there's any pornography around to distract old Clarence Thomas <laughs> uh, that might be a problem or a coke can for him to put his pubes on yeah so I'm gonna say uh yeah they've got a little bit too much baggage and I don't think they're in their fighting prime anymore I'm gonna put this one on the Wendigo 
Yes, the Wendigo will tear them apart and eat them. That is absolutely right. And that was Fight Night, Jibble. Very well done. Woof. Thank you. Boy, I got to tell you, this thing has been freaking me out. Well, All this talk of this Wendigo and its destructive capabilities. You want to fact it up before the is it real? We got to tell me a couple of Michigan facts. Last three Michigan facts, Shibby. Are you ready for them? I was born ready. Tell me about the Youpers. <laughs> a Roseville man who dropped a couple of F-bombs after falling out of his canoe <laughs> was convicted yeah. in 1999 under a law that has been on the books since 1897 prohibiting indecent, immoral, obscene, vulgar, vulgar or insulting language in the presence of any woman or child. In 2002, the conviction was overturned by the Court of Appeals and the law was struck down at the same time. However, it is still against the law in Michigan to contumiously, contumiliously reproach God. Fair enough. Is that what that word is? Con- I don't know. I'm not familiar with that word. Contumiliously. But I'm imagining, like, how much cussing would you have to do for someone to be like, we need to press charges? He must have really been, I mean, like, right next to children and been like, oh, pussy cunt. You know, like. Fuck! Fuck! No, it had to be more than fuck. Fuck! To call the police? Fuck! 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 Name another word. the cop was there and he was like, Jesus. Jesus, this guy's got to calm down. But even that, I would be like, hey, man, watch your mouth. Yeah. I wouldn't call the police. I just <laughs> no, say. No, I, just, I mean, if you were the cop and you were there, and oh. your kids were there, you know, and you'd be like, "Man, you're why are you cussing so much of my damn kids? I'm taking you in." Yeah, I, I guess if he was being ridiculous, I sent you contumeliously. By the way, yes, you did send me contumeliously. 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 Let's learn that word. Contumeliously. Let's start. Let's start using that. Okay, number eight. I will use it contumeliously. Very good. Asaniki, is that, a, is that how you say it? Possibly. <laughs> Has a giant statue of Paul Bunyan and Babe, his blue ox. Mm. Unlike most other statues of Babe, in this one, he really is an ox, a.k.a. a steer. Ah. Gotcha. Because in most, they fuck it up. And they make him into an ox. But, but he, no, they don't make him an ox. Which is a, they a steer. Him, they make him like a bull. They make him a bull instead of an ox, which is what he is. Uh, it, which is a steer. Which is a steer. And that's offensive. Which is an ox. That, that, is, that is offensive. All right. And which last, is a steer. Last but not least, in 2008, the city of Flint passed a law that gave police the authority to arrest anyone whose pants sagged low enough to expose their underwear. Glad they're finally cleaning things up in Flint. Yes, they they, they yeah. got it fucking figured out. Yep, they know what's important. You know, they they've got their fingers on the priorities. Wow, great job, America. They've got their lead lead levels of of like ninety five percent in the children's drinking water, and they're making laws about sagging pants. In two thousand eight, be alive. Fuck Flint. 14 years ago. I hope the people of Flint, your situation improves. That's disgusting. Well, you were telling me that you were frightened, and I want to know why. Because this thing is scary, it's going to possess me, and I'm going to have an 
insatiable lust for human flesh. More? You gotta tell me, Ethan. Is it real? Like a more of a lust for human flesh? Yeah, like a different kind. Oh, okay. Well, that would be scary. You know, you don't yeah. want to... You like, you like what you're used to. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to change. So you're asking me, is it real? Is real? Shake it, the bavakasha. Hey! Hey! So Israel, um, I don't know, Shibble, if Israel. Okay. I don't know. I mean, the myth of the Wendigo, they refer to it as, but I don't prefer myth. I, I think story. And mm. it serves as a method of encouraging cooperation and especially moderation. Mm. It's, it's In our appetite for human flesh. No. In Just our, a little bit and you'll be fine. In our appetites for all things, all, all okay. of our human wants and cravings and desires. It, it's just, uh, you know, moderation is a good thing. You know, alcohol's fun. Weed's great. You know what? With weed, you don't need moderation, really. But with other stuff, <laughs> like, uh, you, you should really practice moderation, not sex. But uh, uh, well, what do you need moderation with? Uh, food. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't uh, don't smoke too many cigarettes. Cigarettes, food, drug uh, like uh, drugs that aren't prescription. Uh, driving. Driving in general. Yeah. Don't go <laughs> driving around too much. Yeah, you're right. Stay off the road. Longer you're in the car, long you know, more chance for an accident. <laughs> yeah, and you're just adding to pollution. And hey, maybe uh, you know, like when you go to the grocery store, really stock up. Some natives uh, understand the Wendigo conceptually uh, applying to any person, idea, or movement infected by a corrosive drive so towards self-aggrandizing uh, greed and excessive consumption. Traits mm -hmm. that they say sow disharmony and destruction if left unchecked. Yeah, that sounds legit. Totally legit and uh, something we probably should have listened to 100 years ago. Yeah, but look at us now and... Look at that. It looks like the red light from Uncle Monster. Is that what that is? That's what that is. Hey! Uncle Monster, how are you? Man, I'm doing pretty good. You sound wonderful. Thank you, and you sound wonderfuler. Thank you. That's an improvement. I, I want to know. I love the show. I don't know what to do when I don't have an episode. Can you give me some movie tips, Uncle? Oh, yeah. You know what movie you should watch? What? You know what's a good one? What? You know what's just a fun movie that everybody can watch and it's fun? What? Faces of Death. <laughs> what's that one about? It's real footage of things dying. <laughs> Things or some people. Some of it's fake, but some of it isn't. <laughs> That's what's fun. You don't know what's what, right? Yeah, but it's like a weird mixture of boring and depressing. <laughs> any other yes. any other picks, or is that is, is Faces of Death your pick for the week? Just Faces of Death, <laughs> the only movie anyone can watch. That's bizarre. Uh, is your brother around? I think so. Uncle Monster 2. Oh, Uncle Monster 1, how are you? I'm hanging in. And how about you, Sybil? How are you? Man, I'm doing pretty good, Uncle Monster 2. Do you have any movie recommendations for us? Yeah, watch Gacy House. Gacy House. It's awful, but it's like, 
It's like, you know when they made Paranormal Activity? Uh, yeah, I know when the, what it was like when they made that. Yeah, that was fun, right? Yeah, that was a fun movie that people liked. Yeah, so th- th- that's what they thought, too, this studio. So they were like, we'll do it, too. And they called okay. it Casey House. Sounds good. <laughs> so, so they made their own Paranormal Activity, and it's not as good. So you can watch it and have half the fun. Okay, so just a not particularly good paranormal activity. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I was imagining it uh, just on the title that it was a reality competition show where a bunch of evil clowns all have to live in a house together. And uh, one by one, they're eliminated until you're left with the most evil clown. You're above my head, but I take my brother's act and I do it around town. I license it. It's true. That's how you can reach all the fan base at an affordable rate. And you guys, please come back and join us next week and look at our back catalog and check us out at social media on... Yeah, Uncle Monster 6 on Instagram, Uncle Monster Pod on Twitter, and Uncle Monster 6 on Patreon, where we've got a lot of great bonus episodes. You get early access to our main episodes. Uh, right now we're doing reviews of a sci-fi double feature, Killer Clowns in Outer Space and Event Horizon. It's just a lot of fun, you guys. I mean, what we do, we do it because we have fun and we do it because we want you to have fun and it's just a good time all around. We love you. We love that you come and listen to us and thank you so much. And just remember one thing for us. (gasps) Don't Don't get get spooked. spooked!